on this episode of the Oversell Podcast. We are looking forward to Extreme Rules, and we're starting our series on favorite fantasy matches that we would like to see. Here we go. Gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And we're here to talk a little professional wrestling. We missed you last week. I know I did, and I'm pretty sure you missed us. I was on vacation, had a good time, but now it's back right back to business. Tonight on the show, like I said in our teaser, we are going to be talking about extreme rules. We are also we're going to start a little fun fantasy series about wrestlers from different time periods we'd like to see fight each other it's going to be a lot of fun guys let's get to extreme rules uh you know wrestlemania end of wrestlemania was awesome the first two hours of raw the night afterward was awesome and everything right now seems a little flat to me as far as everything that's going into this uh, pay-per-view um randy orton seth rollins for the title uh it's all it's always you know, kind of picking up the pieces after WrestleMania immediately after. I don't know why, but it, they just, you know, the indies have a problem with uh, after a big show, you know, where they had like a, a big name come in, you know, they they always like the show after they don't try as hard, you know. There's a big problem with that on the indies, and there's a big problem with that in WWE, you know. Of course, you know, WrestleMania got everybody's attention, you know, right. and now they're struggling to keep it again. So, um, let's do a quick run through on the card. Mike, do you got it there? I know we're going to see Cena Rusev uh, for the United States Championship. United States title. Uh, I think uh, we are going to see uh, Tyson and Cesaro versus the New Day. Mm-hmm. On the pre-show. Oh, is that on the pre-show? That guy moved to the pre-show. The on the pre-show again, <laughs> again, again. <sighs> nice. Uh, Seth Rollins, of course, is defending the WWE World Heavyweight Title against Randy Orton. Uh, we've have the Divas Naomi fighting Nikki Bella for the Divas Title. Should be Natalia. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan taking on Wade Barrett, possibly. For hopefully, possibly hopefully, if he's not out for the Intercontinental again. Title. Uh, we have ooh the grudge match kind of for sh- between Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler. The kiss me arse yeah, match. Yeah, with the kiss me arse <laughs> stipulation. We'll get into the stipulations when we start getting into the predictions. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Big Show. Nah, no point in this match, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. I think that's going to be your match of the card. Yeah. And that's it. So what are you guys thinking? How do you like the card? Uh, it it it's it's good, you know. Um, they got a lot of different directions they can go with different people, you know. It's uh, it's a well structured card, you know, and I'm looking forward to watching it. It's a typical post WrestleMania card, Hang, yeah. I mean, hangover, yeah. Kinda. Trying to start new things, but also still have a little bit of you know rematches or whatnot continuing from WrestleMania. But for the most part, I mean, we're in the the new year of wrestling, pretty much. Yeah, right. Um. Cena versus Rusev, I think uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's going to be the probably same thing we probably saw at WrestleMania minus a tank. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> we won't ever get to see another wrestling entrance with a tank. I don't counter. know. They're they're really developing that Rusev character. They really are. They're well, putting a lot more emphasis into developing him, just to get him angry to go after Cena. And mm-hmm. I think I think um, you'll see a little squeak out of Cena getting you know just over enough of Rusev you know to squeak out of that one. But uh, you know it's interesting how the how the Rusev character is still developing even though he doesn't have the title. I still didn't like him losing at WrestleMania. That's it, me personally. Uh, it it just seems like it was just to steal a quote from Taz, just another victim. <laughs> of John Cena, uh, it, it does. I don't know. Every year, it seems like uh, Cena, the Cena train derails another professional wrestler. Yeah. Last year is Bray Wyatt. This year, it, you know, I think Bray Wyatt has really etched himself out a spot on the card anytime that he needs it or wants it. You know, he re- he's that go-to character that they need for the creep factor. So I mean, he he did carry the Undertaker feud, yeah, um, he, for <laughs> months since, since the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he was um, cutting promos for months about Taker it, before uh, WrestleMania. Kind of sucks that they couldn't find something for him on this card. So it's going to be interesting to see if he gets I, involved with it. I think he's going to get involved. He'll probably get involved in some way, shape, or form. They probably didn't want to get him a match on it because you know he was working with that injury yeah. at WrestleMania, right? So they want him fully healed, and you know Brian about to go down. With, Hopefully uh, not. Yeah, I hope not. I really, sincerely hope not, because if he goes down again, that's gonna that's, it's that's, it's gonna derail any kind of future push he gets. Yep, it really is. He'll just be another guy that gets hurt all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I think Bray Wyatt cut a promo on Raw. Um. Then he talked about. What, uh, muscles or something like that to lift the, you know, uh, very cryptic. Mm-hmm. Any guesses as to who you think may, he may be talking about? What I've read online, and it's kind of odd that they would pair these two together, but Bray Wyatt can do no wrong, really. But uh, the rumors right now is it's Ryback. Great. That's where we are with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get into a feud with fucking Ryback. There's a quarter for the square jar for this week. Let's move on to the uh, next match. Are we doing predictions yet or anything? We'll or get to those in just okay. a minute. Let's before, t- before when we're still talking about the Cena thing, I want to know what a Russian chain is. Because this is a Russian chain match. Not just a regular chain match. Well, What's the difference? Is I it think it's, it's just a Russian chain. It's not a Texas strap. I mean, is what it, was a Texas? Do they do Russia? Probably, yeah. Did Actually, they go into specifics China. about it? Like it's going to be around the call. The yes, co- the call. Four talk, you, have to get, you have to hit four posts. Oh, okay. okay so, hey, do you then. remember okay. when we talked about matches we'd like to see brought back? Hey, they kind of listened to me. Yeah, they, yeah. They're kind of listening to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see how they pull off that match because, you know, you don't want to see or they don't want someone you know, taking a straight chain and choking someone that you know, don't do this at home kids, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how that chain is used in that match and the psychology that goes along with it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Yep. Um, there, I think I, I really like what they're doing with the U S title right now. Um, cause big part of that, if they want to build the belt up, you know, it's going to be long title reigns, mm-hmm. hard fought victories, uh, Defending it every week. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And they're starting to do that, and 
I, I, I think it's the right thing. And, and you know, if I, I have a feeling if, and we'll get to this in the predictions, I guess. I should, probably shouldn't say it now, but it'll involve the IC title. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler. I love if Sheamus would shave his beard and get rid of the dumb whatever shit he has going on. <laughs> <laughs> he would right now. He's doing. He he's playing the perfect heel. Yeah, did yeah. You, did you see the beatdown this week? He gave uh, Zack Ryder while cutting a promo. Yeah, that's something yeah. that was mm-hmm. a very perfect way to use Sheamus as a heel. I mean, it makes him look like a monster. And Sheamus, to me, I, I like him more as a heel because he has he 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 can be a monster. He looks hard to beat. He looks legitimate. Yeah. He looks like a tough guy, except for the he has the heel look. Yep, yep, uh, and. You know, I know little. There's the always the little shot of the little kid with his hair spiked up doing Seamus's pose. I don't like him as a face. Mm-hmm. You got to have good, good talking, powerful looking heels. I mean, it's a they've had it throughout the WWE, and this is their best chance to do it with what they're doing with Seamus right now. I really like it, and it makes Dolph Ziggler look like a major underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the stip- is there a stipulation on that match? I think it's. Kiss my ass. No, that was the, kiss my arse. Yeah. Kiss me arse. Kiss me arse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have the Divas, Naomi versus Nikki. Yeah. Uh, we, we love the Divas division, but uh, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still There's think... Not much to say about that one. I still think the wrong person is getting a title shot. Uh, they're still passing over the best Diva on their roster. roster. I've said it every week. Mm-hmm. It's Natalia. Yeah. Why the hell are they not doing anything with Natalia? Let's no, let's give Naomi a match. And now I know they're kind of making her look like this badass kind of thing with this last match they had on Raw, but I mean, it's st- <laughs> it's still they're not doing anything for Natalia. No, and okay. it's really bad timing to take Paige off. Yeah, since you, you AJ, lost AJ. Paige is going to be your most right. beloved now, diva granted, right she, now. She's going to you know film a movie or something. Who Paige? Huh. Uh, it's another some Christmas movie or something with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Another one of those. Oh, the Miz yeah. is probably going to be in it again. I More than remember. likely. Straight to DVD and. Uh. Yeah, another straight to DVD WWE film, but they're taking her off TV to do that <laughs> instead of so. Having a well, maybe they'll do something nice for us and uh, they'll call up uh, call up a diva and they'll get involved in this match somehow. Maybe uh, get. You know, Nikki doesn't lose the belt, but something happens and she gets she wins by DQ or loses by DQ or something like that. Perfect chance to call up somebody like Sasha Banks, and I think in this situation, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte. Uh, I I don't I don't know if I'd want Charlotte brought up as a heel or a face. Uh, There's talk right now that they're they're really wanting to push Lana as a wrestler. They just say they're going to push Lana. I, that's only what I can assume. Is she's gonna actually get in the ring? Well, she's off filming a movie now too. And yeah, <clears throat> but they're also talking about uh, Eva Marie. Oh God! Because they've been showing little clips of her actually training. <sighs> yeah, I saw doing with Brian Kendrick. Yeah, they, oh, I'm sorry, the Brian the Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. There has got to be some seriously 150 percent drastic improvement from the last time I saw oh, yeah. her in the ring for me to even <laughs> yeah. Fathom her was, being a professional wrestler. She was brought in to the WWE st- specifically for Total Divas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no doubt about it. And you know, you, you want, we just can only hope that she's training right and training seriously. 
and is going to give every, whatever she does 100%, which, you know, any human being I hope would do that. And you no know, matter what d- they do. we can't we can't really fall into we have to be careful too cuz we can't really fall into the total divas thing cuz total divas is scripted. The whole thing True. is scripted. Yeah, right. You know, so I mean, you can't follow you can't really judge Ava Marie by Total Divas, but no, I can judge her by her work. <laughs> by her performance. Yeah, no, 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 and no. her work sucked. Yeah, my, the only <laughs> the only problem I had with her was at first was she was just brought in specifically for the reality show. Um and you know, when I first heard it was they're working on the show, Total Divas, I was like Cool. Maybe this is actually going to be like a look at the backstage. Right. That's what, what I actually, was hoping. Yeah, what, what was hoping, and then it's like it's keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. But with the WWE. Yeah. Which, yeah. Great. You got me, WWE. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I yeah. still watch a show every so often. Yeah. It's, Especially it, this season with Paige. It's so it's so cool. It's it's okay to watch it, but just don't believe it. Don't take no, it. It's no, just no, another no. hour of WWE programming. Exactly. Yeah. And you know. It's a work. It's all a work. <laughs> Everything's always a work. Uh, the match I really hope can happen, Daniel Bryan versus Wade Barrett, these two guys. If this match happens, it's going to steal the show. Last last I checked, uh, there was reports that he is he is uns- they are uncertain of Daniel Bryan's status at this point for the pay-per-view. Right. Now, is his neck aggravating him again? Is that what the problem is? Some or? sort of concussion injury that got aggravated while he was overse- on the overseas tour. Oh, wow. And he actually got sent home from the overseas yeah. tour. And, and so, you know, it's it's sad to see, but at the same time you're like well, let me just put it let me just put it plain and simple, it's just sad to see because Daniel's been wrestling for god, what, 10, 15 years before he got oh, to yeah. the WWE, yeah. before he made it to the big stage, before he even started getting pushed on TV at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. And well, you know where he got his big start, right? The Shawn Michaels School of Wrestling. Wait, no. Do you know where his first, uh, where he went first to wrestle? Uh, do I refresh my memory. I'm right sure. here in Memphis. He was the American Dragon. And That's here right. In he was. That's yeah. right. He was. There's a video, and I I would love if you can find it on YouTube. Watch it. It's hilarious. It's the American Dragon, and he's at Liberty Land, and he keeps going around saying, "I am the American Dragon from America." Mm-hmm. And uh, this little girl's like, "Hey, do you know this guy? He's my cousin." He's like. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up, but uh, I do remember that Did, he wore a mask all the time too, didn't he? And uh, two, uh, I remember him. I remember seeing him in a dark match when WWE came to town, but he did not have his mask on, mm-hmm. and they still announced him as the American Dragon. Mm-hmm. And it was it was funny seeing him without his mask on. Yeah, look at so. But yeah. I mean, back to back to the point though. He's been wrestling 10, 15 years before he got to WWE. Oh, yeah. That kind of work and, you know, and, and he's, any kind of ring you can get into and driving the shows and all that, it takes a toll on the body. Right. And, and he's not the type of guy that's going to take any sort of medication or anything to deal exactly. with pain or anything right. like that. So. Exactly. So, I mean, there does come a point when your body just says, I can't take anymore and starts falling apart on you. I've been wondering when that's going to ha- start happening to Cena myself oh, yeah. because he's the kind of guy that they they look at and they say, look at look at Cena, look at what he's doing. Why can't everybody else be like Cena? You know, because Cena's a freaking machine, man. He says yes to everything. Mm-hmm. There has been no times in the last fifteen years that he has said no to WWE. 
he if if they say you know you got to do press release, got to be to make a wish, you got to do this, you got to do that. He's always saying yes to everything. So I mean, I have to wonder is like these guys, Daniel, John, you know, there's some concern in the back of my mind because I know going through it personally, how much longer do they have before their bodies start just checking out on them? You know, because there's you you don't know when you got somebody up in there. Your body can go out from underneath you at any time. It has on me, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, it's just a, it's just one of those things that I always keep in the back of my head when I watch, and I'm going, man, this guy's good, but yeah. how long can he make it last? Yeah. And they're actually worried that he may miss the next pay per view. Also, they're man, thinking they're would, thinking he's uh, going to be out six weeks. Yeah, that's not good. Now, if if that happens, they're obviously going to strip him of the title again. Oh yeah, they're going to have to. Do you think that pretty much ends Daniel Bryan? In WWE? I hope not. I very, very, very much hope not. But, well, yeah, it, he could go the way of Corey Graves, you know. He was very talented wrestler in NXT. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fans are always going to be behind him. but No matter what. <clears throat> but you if, know what? He may even, like, <laughs> if they do say, you know what, you get injured all the time, we can't have that, your health is a concern to us, you know, sorry. And then he may go back on the independent scene and just start yeah. making thousands of dollars like Rey Mysterio on the independent scene. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to Cena real quick. Today is actually John Cena's birthday. Yeah, he is thirty-eight years old. Uh, always good to know he's only one year older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a chance. <laughs> uh, so, in a repeat from WrestleMania. The tag team titles are de- being defended on the kickoff show, yeah. which <laughs> with a healed New Day. Yeah, they're starting to turn heel. I'm liking what they're doing. I'm liking Hopefully. what they're doing too. That che- the way they cheated to get in this match, I thought was perfect. They, uh, this is this is their end. This yeah. is their end. This is their way in. This is their way to get attention, and it's awesome. I and love it. One thing I'm hoping that we see out of it is um, a lot of use of the Freebird rule, mm-hmm. so that. That any, would be nice. Yeah, any of them can switch out and defend the title, whoever wants to do it that night. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I don't know if I want them winning the title yet because it's kind of like a heel versus heel tag team match. Yeah. And right now I'm high on Cesaro and Kid. I like that tag team. But a, a lot of people are liking that tag team. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a, a natural progression for them to turn face. I really hope that they don't try to do the whole dumb name either. <laughs> like they try to do a son, just keep him Cesaro and yeah. Kid. You know, you had Team Hell No, or what was what was uh, Kofi and Air Boom or something? Air, yeah, Air yeah, that yeah, was yeah. so that was stupid. A... That, let's, yeah, I don't even, I didn't even want to, I don't even want to think about that again. It was so <laughs> dumb. I mean, Team Hell No, yeah, that kind of worked out because uh, it's it kind of funny. But you know, not all tag teams need. Nah, you don't need a name. Dumb names. I mean, the Steiner Brothers were the Steiner Brothers. That's. I was I was in a couple of tag teams that had we we thought up good names and had good gimmicks and everything and people actually got behind us so it was pretty cool you know but you don't need a name all the time you no can, right. you can wrestle no. as two different names next up uh, Big Show Roman Reigns um, I don't it, it's last man standing match I mean there's gonna be some some brutality to it you're going to have to make Roman strong like Moose <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, this is not a good uh, trajectory for Roman Reigns after WrestleMania. I to have to wonder though. I have to wonder though. Is Big Show getting a push? I mean, he was he uh, won the Andre the the Giant Battle Royal. 
you know, is are they going to try and push Big Show as a monster again? You know, uh, you know it's a good question. Um, we'll find out. Uh, you know, they're starting to show some cracks in the authority. Mm-hmm. So y- yeah. I don't think you'll see Kane involved with this match. At least I, uh, I think he may actually get involved with the world title. And I yeah, he <laughs> is. He's the the, uh, the, the, the gatekeeper. gatekeeper. Yeah. Are you the key master? Hopefully, yeah. Well, my fingers are crossed that Rick Moranis shows up. I am the key master. Up. Are you the gatekeeper? And they turn into weird, crazy dogs. And <laughs> thank you for you know that the first time I saw Ghostbusters, they gave me such a nightmare. Those damn dogs. Oh, um, Rick Moranis is going to be the special guest referee. <laughs> yeah. He has to special guest enforcer. Hey, who brought the dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad with that this match gave us a chance to talk Ghostbusters. That's that, that should tell you a lot about the match right there. Yeah, I'm still upset though that that everybody is against Roman Reigns. Like I still don't see why everybody. He's won still me over. He's won me over. Yeah, he I've, really has. I've liked him ever since you know Shield came in. Yeah. I mean, even when they were here, I, I, I was still I'll be tr- I'll be truthful. Ro- Royal Rumble time, I did not like him. Royal Rumble time, I did not like him. I was starting to like him right around WrestleMania. I was starting to like him. I wasn't completely sold on him. But after seeing WrestleMania and all that other stuff and what all has been constantly going on on TV with him, he's won me over. He really has. He's won me over. And, you know, I think he's I think he's taken everything up until this point in stride. He's going to make it – he's going to use it and make, it, make himself a better character on TV, a better wrestler. And – Use it as a as a tool to just get fired up and be better all around. I so. think they've got to put him against somebody other than Big Show to to get yeah. him back over. Yeah, it's gonna, fans, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I liked uh, that they kind of put him against Bo Dallas this past week. I thought it's funny, and I'm hoping like here's my, I, I send a tweet out on the Oversell Podcast uh, account. Um, another podcast, the New Age Insiders, was like, what What does this mean? Where Where would you like to see they go with Bo Dallas and me? If they're gonna if they're gonna have him lose all the time anyway, he needs to lose. And afterwards, he gets a mic, and he sells. He says, "And that's what happens when you believe." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that would be. I think that would be hilarious, and people would get behind it because it's a lot like Mikey Whipwreck. Mm-hmm. You fell in love with Mikey Whipwreck because you saw him get his ass kicked yep. week in and week out, and he became an ECW favorite. Yeah. Yep. I got to talk about Mikey Whipwreck there tonight. That's go. when yeah. you know you're having a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Next match. And these are two guys that I'm I'm starting to get I've been high on Dean Ambrose since he came in with the yeah. Shield. But Luke Harper. Man. This, I I think this is gonna be a good match. He, he's impressive. They're gonna they're gonna beat the hell out of each that other. That was set up with that uh power bomb through the ladder at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. And, and uh yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Chicago Street Fight. So Whew. again, this gonna Dean be Ambrose that could get crazy Robert's quick. <laughs> that could get absolutely crazy but really quick. I I really think they just kind of threw this match together in case Brian and Barrett doesn't happen, mm-hmm. and they've still got something that they can you know take up some time with because yeah. it just kind of yeah. just, just all of a sudden hey. These guys have a match. Well, they I guess Dean remembered. Oh, yeah, you did throw me through a fucking ladder. Yeah. There's another quarter. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to stop. <laughs> One day I'll stop learning to stop. But Roman Reigns it. forgot that, you know, he got kind of screwed out of the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. He, that That is true. <laughs> I guess I guess it was like, oh, well, Seth got me. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> he wins. <laughs> I, I'm excited for this match. I am. I, anytime I get to see Dean Ambrose in a match, I'm excited. I, I'm a Dean Ambrose guy. I'm I'm hopeful for the pay per view. I mean, usually this one isn't 
I think they, you know, it used to be Backlash years ago, and it was pretty much just WrestleMania rematches. But I think they, because it was always one of the weaker pay-per-views, they had to change it to something like Extreme Rules, where there was a bunch of gimmick matches. And it's, I don't know, it just hasn't impressed that much over the last few years. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's all, a lot of it has to do with, I think, the WWE Network. These mid, these smaller pay-per-views. Right. They they're kind of treating them like glorified raws, and instead of treating them like special events, like pay per views, and a lot of that comes with you're paying nine ninety nine a right. month. But that's something. I, if they once they get over that mindset, they're going to start doing better pay per views. I mean WrestleMania, Hopefully. WrestleMania was awesome. Not right. it wasn't WrestleMania seventeen, but it was all, it was probably the best one since WrestleMania seventeen. Possibly, I'd have to think on that one, but <laughs> I still we, like we, WrestleMania we, goes <laughs> to Hollywood too. Because that had <coughs> Kurt Angle just and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the promos yeah, yeah, for yeah, that yeah. one were great. <laughs> so that's our Extreme Rules card. So now it's time to go into the predictions. Let's get a pen and paper. We are gonna, Here's what we're going to do with the predictions. Um, the winner, we are going to set up punishments for the guy that has the worst record which is probably gonna always end up being me for some reason i have that feeling because that's my luck (laughs) (laughs) and we still need to think about this a little bit because you know what if two people lose do they both get it or yeah (laughs) what if all three of us then have the same amount of (laughs) then maybe maybe the does the punishment carry over Oh, so you get two punishments? <laughs> Next loser gets punished. Okay, I like that. I like that. Oh, man, we're going to So, all right, so what's going to happen here is we are going to rec- write down our predictions for our matches. And whoever has the worst record is going to get a punishment the next week, and we're going to record it and put it on YouTube. Now, what the way the punishments are going to be decided, we're all going to write down a punishment, put it, in the ba- put it in a basket, something like that. We'll draw it out. And the winner, who has the best record, is going to do the punishment on the person with the worst. And I guess we just added the carryover rule, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> it, eventually, it's going to get to where whatever one person says, the other one's going to copy the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's three people, so let's go. So let's start off. We'll go ahead and start off with the last match we just talked about. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. Uh, Mike, you're up. It's a hard one to call. Like I said, they just kind of threw this match together. There's nothing really riding on winning or losing this match. I mean, it's just a grudge match that doesn't have that much grudge to it, I guess. Uh, I have to go with Ambrose, though. I mean, it, it's hard not to, but he seems to lose all the matches that I choose. You know, I, I pick him to win, but I'm still going with Ambrose. Dan, you're up. I'm going to go with Ambrose as well. Um, I don't think uh, – I think Harper is one of those guys that can just absolutely take an ass-kicking and not, you know, even feel the brunt of being, you know, hurt by a loss. Right. You know, I th- I think uh, I think the, the match is going to get both of these guys over as just absolute, you know, crazy guys. Um, just going out of bounds on stuff, and uh, I I see uh, I see both of them down at the end with uh, Ambrose with his uh, hand held up in the air as the winner. Uh, but you know, Harper's probably going to take him with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Luke Harper because right now they are booking Dean Ambrose into a slump anyway, and yeah. and 
I think I, th- I think the WWE likes Harper for what he is. He's a big dude, but he's athletic too. Mm-hmm. He can move. He's not just a so, just a stiff big guy, you know, like the great Kali or something like that. He's an athletic guy. Right. Um, and right now, the way they're booking Dean Ambrose, they're not giving him many wins. So I'm going to take Luke Harper. So I, I mean, they're <laughs> an odd man out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, the meh match of the night. Meh. Uh, <laughs> big Show I, versus Roman Reigns. It's last man standing. I've, I've, I have hope for this match. I mean, Big Show can't do too much, but I, I have hope. All right, Dan, you're up first pick. Uh, I go with Roman. Okay. I go with Roman. They got to give him a win, make him look strong, keep him strong. That's the same thing I'm going with. The, it, the, that reason exactly. It did worry me, though, when you mentioned if they're going to push Big Show now because yeah. he got the Andre the Giant thing, but I just don't see him having Reigns losing two pay-per-views in a row. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, he made it. He made it to the main event for, at WrestleMania for some reason, right? You know, Roman Reigns because it doesn't make any sense to give Big Big Show this win. He doesn't need it. Roman Reigns does. Next match, uh, whoa. I'm going to go first here. Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler in a Kiss Me Arse match. This is a match designed for the face to get the best of the heel. Taking Dolph Ziggler, Dan. Um. It's a sh- it's Sheamus's comeback, man. Um, you know, hard to call on this one, really. You know, because usually faces do win this these type of matches, but uh, I think to get Sheamus over as the heel he needs to be, he's going to have to win. So you're taking Sheamus? I'm taking Sheamus. I'm, I'm going Sheamus. <laughs> oh God! Because, <laughs> <laughs> like Dan said, you know, this is Sheamus's comeback match. They're building him to be a monster and a top heel, and. Ziggler is great at losing matches. I mean, he always looks good. He no does matter make if he a face. He, ta- he does take a good beating. Yeah. He sells. And he if sells. Anything, he he'll sells. probably just get knocked out, and Sheamus will go over and right. shove his ass in his face. Exactly. <laughs> D- Dolph is the master of the lost art of selling. Yes, he yeah. is. They don't, no one sells anymore. No, they do not. Tag team match. Mike, you're up. We got Cesaro and Kid versus the New Day. Cesaro and Kid retain. They they can't put it on New Day yet. Yeah, I'm going to say more development, more heel development from uh, New Day, but Cesaro and Kid walk out with the title still. Absolutely agree. Cesaro and Kid, book it. Got it. <laughs> Next up, uh, if this match happens, Daniel Bryant yeah. versus Bad News Barrett. Uh, if they, th- if this match happens, I'm going to take Bad News Barrett. Oof. Yeah, I'm going to have to, too, because of the injury. Th- yeah, if, if he's... If he's injured and they have this match anyway, he's walking out with the title, so, so they have someone defending it. Right. I'm going the same way because I, I don't even think this match is going <laughs> to happen. So yeah. I'm going to get so punished for this pay-per-view. I can already <laughs> tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Divas title is on the line. Nikki Bella versus Naomi. This is an easy one. I mean, I don't see anybody. I don't, I don't think anybody thinks Naomi's going to win. No. I mean, as much as as much as they've had other divas de- develop and or try to develop a character like Alicia Fox, and then get the rug pulled out from underneath it, her, all of a sudden, like a you know, like a flip a flip of switch, like it never happened, right? You know? Um, I yeah, I don't see I don't see Nikki losing anytime soon, really. Naomi wins by disqualification, does not get the belt. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, we're going that specific, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I, Naomi. Well, I mean, she, yeah. 
Naomi's going to win this match by disqualification. Okay. And not because sub either Bree's going to dis. Uh, I'm just going to say Nikki's going to walk out with the title. Yeah. Oh. There. <laughs> well, no, there is a winner. I picked a winner. Right, Nao- right. I picked Naomi to win, okay. but it will be dis- by disqualification. And you know, as long as, it, as long as she wins, <laughs> <laughs> please. You know what? Maybe I can call Vince and say, just have just Nikki have like Nikki. walk out by it, so Naomi wins. Just have her, you know. <laughs> Just have but, Naomi you know, assault her and, halfway and down. She never makes it to the ring and gets counted out. There's Come a chance on. we could see, you know, it may not even be Brie Bella. It could be, you know, an NXT call up like Sasha Banks, who's a natural heel, teaming up with the Bellas because they're a lot alike mm-hmm. as far as character wise. U.S. title match. I think we're. I know the way we're going to go with this one. It is a Russian chain match, not to be confused with the Texas strap match. Two totally different things because they're using a chain. And it's Russian, so it's filled with <laughs> vodka. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, In so Soviet Russia, chain filled with I, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the way this match. I think we're all going to pick Cena. I'm picking Cena. That's the way I'm going. I'm going to go with that way, too. Yeah. I'm going to, you know. This could be another one where it would be smart to say Rusev wins by disqualification. Mm-hmm. But. Um, There's no disqualification in a chain match. Yeah. Randy Orton versus Randy. Seth Rollins. Uh, the RKO is banned in this match. It's in a steel cage. Kane is the gatekeeper. Um, Rick Moranis is going to play a major role. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Sigourney <laughs> Weaver will show up. Um, Bill Murray, too, because it would be cool to see Bill Murray at a wrestling event. It's in Chicago, yeah. right? Yeah. Bill Murray's a native Chicagoan. And since it's in Chicago, you know, there's rumors that CM Punk's going to be there. Well, he's not going to be there. <laughs> I'm squashing that rumor. Yeah. I, I just made up that rumor, I think. Um. There's going to be a lot of CM Punk chants, though. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's going to be out of control. And I guarantee you, probably 65 to 70% of the chances, those chants will be during the Divas match because they're going to be bored out of their minds. Yeah, and AJ mm-hmm. won't even be there. <laughs> yep. Um, I am going to take... Uh, I'm going to take Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> but I have this is going to be a screw job finish. Yeah. Kane could help Randy Orton win, uh, and then the authority <laughs> comes out and says something. I I don't know. But Seth Rollins, he's going to leave with the title, but I, I'm going to take him to win the match. I'm gonna, they're not going to get rid. They're not going to take the belt off of Seth Rollins. Yeah, they're not. No, not that no, quick. No. Not that quick. No, they're and and Seth is doing a good job. He really is as the champion right now, and uh, it's better program people chasing him than it right, is. Uh, right. Than it is just taking it off of him well, and giving it back. And this is give. This is going to give. Seth has been playing this slime ball heel character, I think, perfectly. Uh, yep. And this is another great chance for him to get a heel type of win, and people are going to hate him even more. Um, uh, Mike, who are you taking? Seth Rollins, easy. Dan, you take Seth Rollins. Yep, too. I take. Seth I mean, too. even even so, you know, still a still a screw job finish with the cage, but you know. All right, so. Yeah. Let's tally up how many actual. I know I'm the one that pretty much differentiated from you guys. So, what matches are we really going to be watching to see if Derek gets his ass kicked? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Divas match. That one you went against us. Uh, Ambrose and Harper and Ziggler and Sheamus. Everything else was. We all agreed so, on everything so, else was great. So yeah. So if if I win, so <laughs> the carryover happens because I'm different from y'all, and 
Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> next pay-per-view could be really <laughs> painful for someone. <laughs> Those are our Extreme Rules predictions. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, I, this is going to be a fun topic. We are going to go into the first of our three-part series on our favorite fantasy or our fantasy wrestling cards. If we could take two guys from different time periods or whatever, however we want to do it, we're going to talk about these matches. Mike is up first tonight. We are going to take a break. Stick right here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Before we get into Mike's fantasy wrestling card, let's do a quick little housekeeping. All the music you hear on this podcast is brought to us by Nathan Evans 68 on Twitter. Nathan hooked us up. He had these tracks he wasn't doing anything with. He's, I said, hey, I'm doing a podcast and I need music. He gave it to us. And, and it sounds great. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect awesome. for what I wanted this podcast to be. Also, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Shropenuts. By now, you should know how to spell it, unless you're new. S C H R O E P N U T S. I spelled it anyway. At One Dangerous Dan, all spelled out. At Wolf Mike 23, even though I hardly ever use it. <laughs> be sure you can check us out at OversellPodcast.com, our website, where. We have links. Uh, you can go check out Connor's Cure for pay- to fight help fight pediatric cancer and the uh, fight for the Coliseum. The fight for the Coliseum's coming up May twenty third. Did they get enough money to have the event? I have heard that they have. Yeah, yes. I, I checked the site. Uh, I think it was late last week, and they had surpassed the amount that they were. That's great. Asking That's for. That's great. Yeah, I, I saw. I actually saw TV uh, spots for it uh, on the news. Yeah, that's so awesome. I, I, it's I getting some publicity. Too. It's yeah. getting some steam behind it. I that's hope, good. I that's I really hope, hope we there's can, something going on there. If you're listening to this pod, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're in Memphis, Tennessee, you know how important that building is to Memphians. And I'm going to use it because we're talking about it. We're in a wrestling podcast. For us, that's the mecca of professional wrestling, at yes. least for me, because of Monday nights I was in there. It's, it's with my dad of this region, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so many classic moments. We could talk all day about all the wrestlers that have fought in that building. I saw flamboyant one, Eric Embry, versus Dirty, dirty White Boy, Tony Anthony, in a scaffold match <laughs> in the Coliseum. And that it was awesome. <laughs> and I actually, it, it, you know... Fast forward to just a few years ago, I actually got to tell Tony Anthony that, and say, and he was like, "Man, that was a long time ago." I was like, "Yep." <laughs> 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 All right, so we are going to start a three-part series this week, since there are three of us, which makes a lot of sense. We're also going to have a lot of Twitter interaction here. We've had some great match ideas for it. Before let's get before we get into yours, Mike. Let's go through some of the Twitter ones. Um. At UF Fish, that is a buddy of mine that runs my favorite Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast that talks all things about the greatest football team ever, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Far from the greatest football team ever. They're, they're my favorite team. And Fish had a lot of great matches. What's he got? What were they? All right. Macho Man versus Kurt Angle. Hmm. That's a very good one. Very CM, good one. CM Punk versus Eddie Guerrero. All right. Daniel Bryant versus Chris Benoit. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That would have been wonderful. Ooh, Stone Cold Hogan. Mm. That's a dream one everybody's yeah, wanting to see. Everybody wants to see that one. Bret Hart, Kurt Angle. That, that, oh, that's that a big one. Yeah. yeah. That would have torn the house down yeah. easily. Uh, Shane Douglas, Ric Flair. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they had to, didn't they wrestle once in the end? They, they, they had they to wrestle, wrestled. A couple times They've the wrestled NBA. a couple of times before, yeah. Uh, and Beth Phoenix versus Moolah. Okay. Two really can you know contrasting styles. Yeah, that, that's, but that's that's yeah. that would make a good match. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And Lita versus Charlotte, another great contract of styles. Oh, there, that'd yeah. be that'd be a hell of a match. That'd be a great match. Uh, Kyle WOTB, he is a host of the Word of the Bay podcast that talks nothing but Tampa Bay sports. Go Lightning, go Rays, go Bucks. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he uh, had a, he had a couple of great matches. APA versus the Road Warriors. Woo-hoo! Man, that would be awesome. Oh, Knockdown wow. dragon. Those fight. two they would that would be a fight all over the arena. They'd those two teams would beat the hell out of each other. They'd still be fighting now, no matter when the match started. <laughs> I, I, that, you could you could book that like as a continuous fight from week to week for like a yeah. month on Raw. Like they just continuously fight <laughs> yeah. from town to town. Let's check in on where they're at now. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle has another good one, the Rock and Sock Connection versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna. You, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting pairing. <laughs> that is definite interesting. <laughs> All right, let's go. Woo. My buddy at Crunk Buck 4D, George. George had a lot of good ones too. Nikolai Koloff versus JBL. Yeah. No, yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> Russian. <laughs> uh, but versus JBL, that'd be a good match. Mm. Uh, those two guys are once again two physical guys that beat the hell out of each other. Uh, another uh, Macho Man CM Punk. That is another good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. That those two, no, that'd be another showstopper. Uh, Road Warriors and Taker versus Kane. No, I'm Road Warriors versus Taker and Kane. Okay, Brothers of Destruction versus the Road Warriors. Another great beat 'em up tag team. Yeah. Those bodies would be flying all around there. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat and Dean Ambrose. That's an interesting match. That'd be pretty cool to watch because Steamboat could make anybody look good. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose is a good worker anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Arn Anderson versus Seth Rollins. That's uh, no bad. I have, uh, all of them look good to me. <laughs> that's that's that would two, be two more contrasting styles. And oh yeah. It'd be interesting to see like uh, in that one, Arn Anderson as maybe like the heel with Seth Rollins' face and see what they would do with that. Yeah. I miss. Uh, I miss Arn Anderson in the ring. I really do. Seeing he, him, seeing him when I was a kid was just freaking awesome. Yeah. And he could beat the crap. He, out he's of just people, a tough man. dude. He's yeah. just yeah. one he's tough just... brick. Uh, Quentin Sloan says, "I would like to have to see CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Very, very, a lot of very would good love to see that one. The promos leading up to that match would be great. Um, the match would itself would be great. Those two guys can work. Those two guys can sell. They know the psychology they would need to pull off a match like that. Mike, you're going to like this one. Scott Steiner versus Roman Reigns. Oh, God. <laughs> Big Papa Pump <laughs> is your hookup. Holler if you hear them versus I, Roman Reigns. I read that one earlier, and I kind of <laughs> giggled in my butt. That was just <laughs> ridiculous. For those that don't know, I've known Mike a long time, and... You like? Did you like the Steiner brothers? Yeah, the Steiner okay, brothers. You, you had no yeah. problem with the Steiner brothers. Right. The Steiner brothers were you, awesome. You could not stand Big Papa Pump. You thought that was the worst angle ever for the but guy. But you know, that that is actually the way Scott Steiner is in real life. Oh yeah, and that's the way he was even when he was tag teaming with his brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just like man, the Rock and the Reigns, Rock and Roman Reigns versus the Usos, little family battle there. That'd be pretty cool. So mm-hmm. Watch. Some wild Samoans, <laughs> some wild Samoans, <laughs> and he uh, he just he added one more. 
Bray Wyatt <laughs> versus Sting. Now, that would be pretty damn cool, especially yeah. in the Crow Sting days. We know Bray Wyatt can carry a feud. Mm-hmm. He can easily carry that one with Sting. Absolutely. Uh, Quentin, thank you for the uh, suggestions there. Thank you, George. Thank you, Chris Fisher, also known as Fish, host of the Bucks Brief podcast. Kyle, host of the Word of the Bay podcast. Also, um, one of the guys I like to follow on Twitter, his name is Stephen White. He is a Memphian. And he played football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I kind of got a couple of uh, – I tried to get a couple matches out of him just to, you know. But give him a follow on Twitter, at uh, SGW94. And I asked him, um, you know, if you could take anyone from the old Mid-South Coliseum days and face him, and he he would like to see uh, – I think it was Lord Humongous. Do you remember Lord Humongous? Yeah. Mm. Had the hockey mask and l- yeah. looked like Lord Humongous from um, – Road War. Road, yeah. And uh, But he would like to see like him versus like Taker or Kane. That'd be pretty cool. Bill Dundee versus Mick Foley, because I suggested maybe like Jack, oh, wow. Jackie Fargo right. versus Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, those would be violent, violent matches. But very great suggestions on Twitter. Very, very good matches. But now let's get to yours, Mike. Mike, uh, what do you got? All right, I'm going to start with one that a lot of people probably have on their list, and it's possible that it could happen next WrestleMania, but we'll start with Taker and Sting. Uh, you know, and both the, the, these guys in their prime. I think right, right. Yeah, I mean, basically everything on these on these match cards, it's, you know, if you could find them in their prime, you know, turn back the hands of time, get everybody together at the same time, then, you know, have their match at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Taker and Sting, you know, Sting was basically Mr. WCW, Taker, Mr. WWE. I mean, they stuck with the business, you know, each company. And just seeing them two, like I said, a lot of people have wanted to see those two go at it. Well, I think The Undertaker was actually offered a lot of money to go to WCW. Right. Thank God he didn't. But, uh, man, those those two guys, they you know, they did a special on the network, Monday Night Wars. Yeah. And one episode was specifically – about those two, about yeah. those two guys, yeah. and they no, were the they, faces. They, they were the cornerstones of both of the companies. Yeah, I mean, Undertaker was a very pushed character during the Monday Night Wars. He was WWE during the Monday Night Wars did such a great job of developing <laughs> new talent. During that, you got they they um, kind of re-energized the Undertaker, changed the character up a couple of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's constantly changed throughout his career. Uh, you know, Sting changed from the Surfer Boy. To Crow Sting, right, and uh, you know he was and that was mainly because of NWO. I yeah, mean, he yeah. had right. To, he had to change with the times, basically. To and and that's that's what smart wrestlers do. Chris Jericho, whenever he's come back here recently, he's come back in the same character, right? But every time he came back, there's something different about him. Yeah. And my favorite one he ever did was when he came back and he took a lot. He took um, what's the word? Uh, inspiration from the the killer in No Country. From old for old men or something what something like that I know yeah, what you're talking about yeah, yeah and he started talking real slow and I'm going to hurt you because I am the best yeah. in the world and it was <laughs> such a it was such a change of character for him because he that's wasn't, one where he always came out in the suit yeah 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 a perfect heel character Jericho could do it all mm-hmm. um, but I, I like that match in their prime Undertaker Sting that would be a highlight of a card it'd probably be on if, if it's not the main event. It's going to be a right. one of the last matches. The, the build up would just be great. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I don't know how many promos you'd hear, but right. I mean, Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker can look like a badass, and now you have to say a word. Like whenever they those final matches he had with Triple H, when yeah. they just came out, they they didn't say anything. They just they didn't need to say anything. They didn't need to. No, they, it was badass because the Undertaker's badass, except when he was the biker taker. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Next match. <laughs> All right. Uh, along those same lines, uh, Stone Cold versus Goldberg. Oh, I don't know how whoa. good the match itself would be, but it, it's a match that you know at some point everybody's wanted to see. I mean, mm-hmm. especially during the Monday Night Wars. I mean, Stone Cold was the top guy, and Goldberg was for a couple months the top guy. Well, it goes back to Goldberg was the only new character that was made during the Monday Night Wars in WCW. Everything else was right. former stars from the WWE still mm-hmm. living on top. And Goldberg was a guy that it was great marketing behind the guy. Eric Bischoff and I think Kevin Sullivan had a lot to do with it. And Kevin Sullivan was a guy that said, that you're not going to say a word. You're going to go out there. You're going to beat his ass. You're going to hit him, hit him again, spear him. Uh, what was his, the jackhammer? The yeah. jackhammer him. <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> Leave. Quit. And and Which and it worked. I love doing the jackhammer. By the way, <laughs> that was one of my favorite moves to do. Sorry, I got no, lost. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, and of course, what can we say about Stone Cold Steve Austin that we haven't said before? I mean, Stone Cold saved the WWE from being a total, from losing everything during the Monday Night Wars. Stone Cold was the guy. Um, him and Rock, you know, we all know the program they've gone through. And you can't say enough about Stone Cold. And it, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I don't know how great the match would have been because, I mean, we all know, you know, as big as Goldberg got, he was never that great in the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just no. power. Nah, he was. But, I mean, it, to me, it would have been great, you know, Goldberg coming in, you know, nobody can beat me, all that. But then you've got Austin who's, well, nobody's going to beat my ass. And, I don't know, I think it would be a good fight. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's pretty much all it would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, well, St- uh, Stone Cold could ca- probably carry, would be the one guy that could carry a good yeah, match. Yeah, he, he could between, carry him. But between yeah. him and Goldberg, I mean, St- Stone Cold got psychology. He would know what spots to hit in the match and when to hit him, why yeah. he would hit him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Like I said, I, I doubt it would be that great of a match, but just the hype behind it, I yeah. mean, it, it would elevate the match okay all right my next one (laughs) nobody would have ever picked this i I know uh this is another one where again i don't even think this would be that great of a match but the build-up would be it'd be some of the greatest mic work ever but bray wyatt and roddy piper Oh god! Oh man, that would be great. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Just to see, just to hear them go back and forth week after week. I mean, e- even if it never led up to a match, if it was just one where they were just you know they got into it every now and then, but just watching them two on the mic would be amazing. You know, Piper had um, a gimmick for a while with a controversial character when he uh, when he had a program with Goldust. Yeah, and that was a very good program. Those two guys. Great mic that workers. Parking lot brawl or yeah. whatever they had. Yeah, uh, ba- it, Holly- back, Hollywood back, back lot brawl. Lot. Yeah, I think that's what they call. Yeah, it. <laughs> and he hit him with a car. He hit it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, Piper is one of the all-time greatest heels in the WWE, and this may be a match. If this hap- if this match would happen, you probably have Bray Wyatt as your face. 
Possibly. <laughs> I mean, Piper is a way, way better heel than he was a face. Right. I liked him as a face, but he was best as a heel when he's busting coconuts over heads. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I really like that. I really like that <laughs> yeah, match. Yeah. That, that'd that be cool. In the match itself, I think, I can imagine the look on Piper's face when Bray Wyatt would, like, do a spider walk. Or the whatever that uh, right, yeah the horror walk or yeah, whatever like <laughs> inverted it, it, crab it, walk or something yeah, like whatever yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I can see I can see Bray Bray Wyatt uh, doing the spider walk but then like all of a sudden Roddy Piper just grabs him in the crotch or something while he's doing that exactly, yeah. I mean I mean that's how crazy yeah. he'd be you know oh yeah 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 because I mean I'd even thought that 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 match would have to have some sort of you know street fight or some sort of hardcore match yeah something like that easily. But then again, I would also love it for it to be, you know, just a straight up one on one, just so Piper could cheat to win somehow, you know, behind the ref's back, you know, does the crotch grab like you yeah. said? I mean, just something like that. I mean, yeah, you know, Piper. Piper was the king of an, of everything unorthodox to do oh, oh, yeah. to your opponent in the ring. <laughs> yep. Um, before we get to your next match, Mike, I've uh, skipped one on Twitter at October Magic with the K. Um, he said, "I'm old school." Flair versus Backlund would have been a hell of a match. Can you imagine Ric Flair and Bob Backlund in a program? That would have been great. And this next one, Macho Man Randy Savage versus the Magnificent Morocco. Nice. Yeah. I told him those are fantastic choices. Those. Uh, oh, I, I would love to. I would have loved to have seen Bob Backlund and Ric Flair. Oh yeah. Ric Flair would have done probably predominant of the. Mike well, they work. are still alive. You know. Well, I don't <laughs> think we'll see a match anytime soon. <laughs> exactly. I don't think what, but. Bob Backlund was great in the ring. All right in the mic. I liked him when Bob Backlund kind of went nuts. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like he was running for president and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, did, I think he ever, still is. <laughs> have you ever seen the clip in you, on YouTube of him and Kurt Angle? And this was on Raw. And <laughs> Kurt, Angle, Kurt Angle and him were supposed to bump in this guy. And like Bob Backlund's like, stand up. <laughs> and the guy's like. And then he just goes, can we start over? And it was on Raw. It was a live show. And you just see Kurt Angle. And he, he just has this dumbfounded look. And he just throws his hands up in the air. They walk off. <laughs> oh, look, look that up on YouTube. I'm going to have to. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Also, while we're on YouTube wrestling videos, uh, if you haven't watched Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, fantastic video. It, it, it's comedic. But it sums up everything in a great point at the end. Oh yeah. So I wanted to get that suggestion out because I love that video. I think I've watched it like three times. Mm-hmm. You've watched it, right? Oh yeah. Okay. It's a good twenty or thirty minute you know video too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really good. All right, back to back on topic here. Okay, next one, Derek. I know you're not gonna like this, but just because of at least one person that's in it. Uh, is it going to be the biker taker? That's going <laughs> to no, piss me no, off. No, that's <laughs> your I, I've already, I've already used taker. You know, when, when you're going to do that again, uh, this one just because of sheer size and just you know force and just a brawl basically. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Big Van Vader, hmm. just two behemoths going at it. Just man, I don't know if Brock could work with a guy like Vader. I mean, that's I, why I, I think see, it would be. I intriguing. see Brock getting pissed and killing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that turn in that could turn into a shoot fight. Yeah, it could. yeah I, could, I could see easily. that easily. Ooh. But I don't know. I just that may be the reason we haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Vader is 
to me, I, I wish Vader would have gotten more of a run in WWE because he was he was a great big, big athletic dude, legitimately tough. Yeah, powerful, but you know, agile for this. Yeah. Oh they, yeah, they he was one of the first him, ever. They turned him into an absolute monster in WCW. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he got his start in Japan. Right. Yeah. He's so, he was big over there too. Yeah. I mean. But it's, I think that I think that's why I would like to see that is you know how big of a monster he was, and then when Brock Lesnar, you know, his most recent run, he was the yeah, monster. He's the monster. Know. Well, two big monsters. I mean, what's happened? We've already kind of seen that in Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, and we know what a turd that was. And yeah, that wasn't even a a feud. <laughs> I mean, that was. Hopefully they get two guys on their way out. Maybe I mean, if it was like Brock Lesnar coming into his career as Vader was kind of going out. In yeah. the WWE, mm-hmm. maybe maybe that would work out, and they'll both actually give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can dig that match a little bit, uh, as long as it's not the biker taker versus Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar, man. It My favorite Undertaker comes out of Johnny Cash. <laughs> 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 Brock, you know he's. I, I'm going to admit Brock is a special attraction. I'm still not a big fan of the guy. I don't know. I'm. Uh, ju- I just like that. It you know. Two big bruisers going yeah. against each other. I mean, just a, a you know a that fight. Would. You'd, you'd be you'd you'd be seeing sweat flying I mean, th- off a of guy. That, that's another each other. So that's hard. another one that could easily end with the ring collapsing. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. A big move like that. Yeah, would um, would Big Van Vader have Ethan Suppley in his corner like he did on Boy Meets World? <laughs> <laughs> I Look, love. If if Rick Moranis can guess <laughs> guess in the match, anything can happen. I loved Vader on whenever he was on Boy Meets World. You know, I'll, I'll catch a rerun every now and then when he's on there, and he is he was hilarious on that show. You know, he's a big tough dad, and he had you know uh, the, Ethan Suppley was a just a big kind of teddy bear bully type that loved poetry, and it was it, it was hilarious. Right. <laughs> Next match, Mike. Okay, this is another one that a lot of people have wanted to see. We kind of got a, a small tease of it at this past WrestleMania, but Holland Nash versus Triple H and HBK. Uh, you know, yeah. out, not including uh, you know Hogan in this or anybody else from DX. I mean, right. just the the original two of each one. The Outsiders versus DX. DX with China in the corner for because um, possibly you know, yeah yeah because she was she was part she was a, a big part, part of, of yeah, it right. too. And, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that'd be awfully damn but cool. But I mean, to see. every everybody has wanted to see that. I mean, from the time that they both came on the scene, mm-hmm. you know, as those those groups, and like I said, we saw a little tease of it at WrestleMania this year. I mean, if it would have been twenty years ago, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> but what was it uh, X Eight where it was Hogan versus Rock and uh, NWO yeah, yep. and everything? You see, they, they missed the bus there. Yeah, because they could have come back at WrestleMania nineteen and have exactly. NWO and DX. Right, you know. But at the time, I think Kevin Nash what pulled his hamstring answering the phone, and that what Jericho yeah, said. That that time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man! But I mean, there's there wouldn't have to be any kind of stipulation to it. It's I just s- <laughs> that would be a great match, great draw. When did anybody else see it? That uh, when uh, Nash got hit. But I think Billy Gunn came across like a freight train. And he grabbed him. his quad. He grabbed yeah. his quad he when he went down. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, saw, I I put that on Facebook, and immediately I had like 
everybody mentioning it. It was like, yeah. oh my god, I saw Angela's <laughs> quad when he went down. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know, those two tag teams, very, very influential during the Monday Night Wars. Right. I mean, Outsiders started the NWO, mm-hmm. yep. the biggest, probably the the biggest gimmick that WCW ever had, next to the Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. and DX. Very important tag team. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, those could be the. You could argue that those are the two top tag teams of all time. I mean, that have, you know, with impact wise on the business. The Dudleys, Edge and Christian. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all Hardys. you know big ones, but yeah, yeah. Well, for for what they did, I mean, you know, all right. those were after. Hang on, tag team flashback there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, demolition. Yeah, oh. I mean, there's still tons of great ones, right? But, you know, right. For but at that for that era, at, at back the, when they the actually time, build a tag team, yeah, right. when people start as a tag team, and yeah. yeah, they actually build a tag team genre. Oh my god! Yeah, that was back when people. I, I don't know if it's just people are turned off by tag team. I love tag team wrestling. The, when tag team wrestling is done right, it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, very you know? good shows. And but I mean, you know. WWE doesn't see tag team wrestling as profitable, is what I think the problem is. So. Do you guys remember when WCW did Lethal Lottery? Yes. And you had to, they just randomly picked your tag yeah. team. And yeah. like, I think one year Scott Steiner got tagged with some dude that was a fireman or something. Come on, Skip! <laughs> Get him, Skip! Isn't that pretty much what WWE does now? Yeah, yeah they, just don't, they just don't <laughs> just, call it that. It's one big lethal lottery. <laughs> in the w- and uh, playing in the lethal lottery tonight. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But man, I love both those tag teams. DX that intro was one of the greatest mm-hmm. intros ever. And NWO had a good one too. Yeah. The black and white promos and DX doing whatever the hell they wanted to and very good match. What's mm-hmm. next? All right. Got two more. These are the th- these were my top 2. These are your I, ma- this is your main event. Th- these are the main events. Uh I'm going to go with Kurt Angle and Ricky Steamboat. Oh man, that would oh goddamn yeah. that oh that's a real bad one. That's two quarters. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be a great match, you know, wrestling match from top to bottom. Clinic. And I, that, yeah, so I'm almost speechless. I yeah, mean. I'm almost speechless because <laughs> yeah. that that's a hell of a match, and I I didn't even think of that one. I've got. I'm already going stuff. through spots in my head on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, the pace would be good. They knew they would ha- it, the psychology would be damn near perfect. You know, great chain wrestling. Yeah, I mean, they, in, in they that chain wrestle for ten minutes at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, that's such a damn good pick. I mean, like it would be so good. It's hard to to talk about how good it would be. Right, which me. is I what mean, I mean. We're having a hard time to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, Ricky Steamboat, of course, involved in probably the greatest wrestling match of all time, WrestleMania three. Randy Randy Savage. We all know the match. Oh yeah. And he, they could duplicate something like that if he faced Kurt Angle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. hell, they could have done it when uh, Steamboat came back into the WWE for that limited for that mm-hmm. three or four match run, yeah, and yeah. probably still done better than a lot of, half the matches you see on a card these oh, yeah. days. And of course, Kurt Angle, you know, classic matches with Chris Benoit, um, anyone he really stepped in the ring with, Shawn Michaels. That Shawn Michael uh, WrestleMania twenty. Was that WrestleMania goes Could to Hollywood? Been, I, they, maybe. They, yeah, I think that was the year they did WrestleMania goes to Hollywood, and that that such a good match. 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's WrestleMania Hollywood because I really love that WrestleMania for mm-hmm. and more for just not more than just for the dumb promos and right. the, that Shawn Michaels triple. I mean Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle match was so good and like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was psychologically he was smart because I remember Shawn Michaels would keep taking do a headlock takeover, and at one point. He took Kurt Angle down, and Kurt Angle it was building up frustration. Slap just a small thing of him slapping the mat. It's like, mm-hmm. why can't I get this guy? I'm Kurt Angle, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. I think with Ricky Steamboat they would do something like that. You know, it'd probably get hip tossed, uh, mm-hmm. uh, probably seven or eight hundred times during and, yeah. get arm drug, and and Kurt Angle would know how to sell it. And I mean, I, I really just think it would be a beautiful match. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a clinic, like you said, yeah. wrestling clinic. Kurt Angle. I come back to Kurt. One more run in WWE yeah. before you retire. You got to, please. please. Roman Reigns needs something to do. Roman, Re- I, I would love to see Roman Reigns and Kurt Angle. Yeah, that would get hit. Kurt Roman Reigns over completely in a program with oh, Kurt yeah. Angle. You know, have Angle go over on a couple of times. Finally, give Reigns that big win at a major pay per view. Reigns would be over the roof, over the moon. Mm-hmm. I think they'd still <laughs> they they'd cheer Angle at that point. Oh, you know, yeah. if, if he did come back and they did that, that's. Even if Reigns won, it'd get won him over. It'd get him over as a wrestler, though. Oh yeah, it'd get him over as a wrestler, right? Easily. Man, that's such a good pick. I really <laughs> like that pick. Yeah. And my last one, along those same lines, it, this would be a wrestling clinic. Either you know this or the one I just mentioned. Easily steal the show. You could probably have both these matches going on at the same time in different rings. Daniel Bryan and Eddie Guerrero. Man, another wrestling wow. clinic. Golly, that. I mean, these guys are, you know, about the same size each, you know, chain wrestling, like you said, probably 15, 20 minutes just to start the match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we all know Eddie Guerrero, how great he was. Uh, Just everything he did, you you couldn't find a a bad Eddie Guerrero match, I don't think. And not only that, Eddie was the complete package. Yeah. Yeah. Mike work, good worker. Very good charisma. Solid in the ring. Solid in the ring. Sleep yeah, yeah. I mean, he and he can work in different type of matches, whether it be a ladder match or, you know, any other crazy stipulation match. He could pull that off. Great as a heel. Great as a face. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Latino Heat first started off as a heel, right? And people just loved it so much. He nat- yeah. just naturally became a face, mm-hmm. and they had to make him look like a real jackass in order to be a but heel me- again. The the thing about it, both both of them, Brian and Guerrero, both great mat wrestlers, but they can also do the high spots as well because mm-hmm. of their yep. size. And I just think it would, I mean, that could potentially be you know an Iron Man match, you know, good thirty, you know, even an hour long. You know, that'd be I I'd even go more than that. That'd be a best of seven series. That would be amazing too. That would. Yeah. That's how I. If I was gonna, you know, if we could, do, if I could do that, that's how I'd, I'd book that as a best of seven series between those two guys, you know, or bring back three stages of hell, put them on in a ladder match, then put them in a cage, then do some, you know, right. do some other crazy ass match. Mm-hmm. But the, the possibilities between those two guys would be endless, and I don't really know who fans would back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like going into this when I was making these, I didn't necessarily have an idea of who would be face, who would right. be heel, or whatnot. But you know, this is fantasy, so everybody gets cheered. I mean, this is mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, uh, for the fans' enjoyment, basically. I mean, it's it's not about necessarily who wins or loses. It's just watching you know these two guys go at it. Yeah, that's a that's a great card, and that's going to be 
hard to top. And guess who gets to top it? Dan does. <laughs> because he's up next week. I'm going to go last because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the best card. Because <laughs> as the host, I have to. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, if I was going to throw in a diva match, uh, I-, I would want to go Lita and AJ. Mainly because, you know, it wouldn't really work necessarily because of the whole fantasy thing. But, you know, AJ grew up idolizing Lita. Mm-hmm. And yeah, look up on YouTube, AJ meets Lita. <laughs> yeah, and watch her just goes bawling. hysterical <laughs> and starts bawling. But <laughs> Do I like my idol? I, I really think they, they, they could put a good match together. Uh, I, 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 can, I can dig that. That and I couldn't really think of any other divas that I would really just. As much as I love the divas division, I want to you know I want them to push it and all. I, I, could, I just couldn't I think, think of it, too I, much. I'm not going to put it on my card per se, but like Trish AJ would be good. Yeah. Um, Trish Mula in their primes. Trish uh, and Sherry Martell. Mm-hmm. That'd be another okay. really good one. I mean, uh, you know, I'm probably I may, yeah, I may have a diva. Yeah. <laughs> I may have a divas match on mine. <laughs> Overall, that's a great card. Now, what we are going to do with this. What I want the people on Twitter to do, we're going to read through Mike's list again, and I want you to pick on Twitter, twit, tweet at us, at oversellpodcast.com, or at oversellpodcast, not over, at, oversell, at oversellpodcast, that is, our, I promise, that's our Twitter handle. I want <laughs> to know, in these matches, and we're going to post it so you can see it, so you don't have to just remember it, who would win these matches? We want to hear from you, who do you think would win these matches on the, on the card? Mike, go ahead and list them again. All right. Taker and Sting. Easy. Austin and Goldberg. Bray Wyatt, Roddy Piper. Brock Lesnar, Big Van Vader. Hall and Nash versus HBK and Triple H. Kurt Angle, Ricky Steamboat, and Daniel Bryan and Eddie Guerrero. We are going to post those. We'll, we'll, we even maybe we'll put a nice little graphic up for it or something on the website, you know. But well, I want to hear from you. Who do you think would win these matches? Uh, these are all great. I think all three of us we're going to have. Th- this is going to be a very fun segment. I think for the next three weeks for us. Mm-hmm. And I really want to put a hashtag it. on it so it's easier to. Yeah, hashtag fantasy card. Or that or, works. Let's hope that doesn't get somehow <laughs> freaky involved. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> We'll figure that out. We'll put a hashtag on the tweet with it so that we're not doing something completely fucking disgusting or something. There's another quarter. I really need to start actually putting quarters in a jar. Or at least we need to have a sound bite of that sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he paid a lot. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! <laughs> Sir, we know you're not we know you're just dropping two quarters into a jar. What movie was that? <laughs> Funny Farm. Funny Farm. Yeah. And I just watched that like two weeks ago because it's been coming on. <laughs> Hey, speaking of wrestlers uh, in movies, <laughs> or in movies, in Funny Funny, I actually watched Grown Ups too. Oh, yeah? This past weekend, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold. Steve uh, Austin was pretty damn funny, and then they yeah. did this 80s party at the end of it, and he came dressed as the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked pretty... D- yeah. At first, I was like, because we saw it on our cruise boat, and um, I was like, man, that who the hell is that dude? And then I heard him talk, I'm like, man, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he looked just like the damn Terminator. <laughs> Grown ups too. I, I had to bring it up. Maybe yeah. maybe one day we can do a show like best movies that involved wrestlers or something. Cause mm-hmm. There's plenty of them, and I guess I bet nine out of ten of them would be The Rock. Because <laughs> he's yeah. n- now, if you want to make a good movie, you have to have The Rock involved with, especially if a good action movie. So, guys, anything you want else to bring up before we wrap it up? I uh, are you going like to go on another rant? 
I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you saw my rant on Facebook. You told yeah, me to yeah, save yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now's your time. You All got the right. floor. Well, no, I just wanted to take a minute and promote the local shows, really. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Tonight was actually a show at um, Woodland Hills. Uh, Wildfire Wrestling's been running at Minglewood Hall here lately. Uh, the last, God, I don't know. Four or five times that they've run, they've run at Minglewood Hall, and they were they were running there like once a month at one point uh, back during last summer, and uh, now they're at Woodland Hills. I'm not sure about the venue situation exactly what happened now, there. Now Woodland Hills, that's out in like Cordova. Yeah, area, it's right area? there off of Houston Levy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Exactly. So, where that yeah. Is. Daniel King got married yeah, there, didn't that, he? That, yeah. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> I think my prom was there as well. Oh, I wow. don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've I've actually DJ'd like. Probably five or six weddings there. Yeah. So, but uh, <clears throat> I think I DJ Daniel King's wedding there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout so, out to King. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope you're listening, Daniel. You're my boy, King. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now uh, Woodland Hills uh, is uh, hosting Wildfire Wrestling now, and so uh, just look them up on Facebook or uh, you know just about uh, any kind of social media you can get them on, and. Um, we uh, let's see what else. Um, MEW Marvel Elite Wrestling uh, is on Friday nights. Uh, they're over off of Watkins. Um, let me get a quick address on them. I had them pulled up a second ago. Um, also on uh, Saturdays, if you're over in Arkansas, I recommend going to the ASWF Tuckerman show. You know, I've when I actually had my couple matches, mm-hmm. I was in. It was in ASWF. It's an, uh, it, it, w- it was run by a guy named. Aaron Polston. Yes, yes. Uh, Aaron was out of there by the time I started wrestling. Yeah, there. yeah. I um, think he had health problems. Yeah. Um, Shout out, Aaron. Ricky Rowland and uh, Austin Lane have taken over running the show. I oh, think, great, now, great. So. Austin is when when I had to work shows, and I'm not a professionally trained wrestler, and I hope I didn't come off as a jackass mm-hmm. or anything in it. But Austin was very professional. Yeah. Uh, funny story. Consummate professional. In, in in one of our matches, I think he slammed me. Put me in the middle of the ring, and he said, "Don't move." Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Didn't make that movement, but so he jumps off the rope and he splashes me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at him, and I'm not moving, and he's uh, his eyes got wide, and he missed. <laughs> his thigh landed straight on my face, <laughs> yeah. and he told me after, he's like, right, "Man, I'm sorry." Uh, I was I was supposed to watch where I'm going, not who I'm landing on. <laughs> I, I, I was like, yeah, I figured something was wrong when I looked at you, and your eyes were about as wide as as Homer Simpson's. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I loved working with Austin Lane. I thought he was a very nice guy. I won my first title from Austin, uh, and we had a hell of a match. He called the whole thing, and uh, it was you know it was a night I'll never forget. The human um, highlight reel, Austin yeah. Lane. We need to get him on the show. We will. Um, but. SWF Tuckerman, uh, they don't run every week. They mm-hmm. run every other week, I think. But uh, check check with them. Uh, they're out of Tuckerman, Arkansas, close to Jonesboro over there. How's and the then, uh, uh, How's NWA Mid South going? I'm I'm about to mention NWA Mid South. <laughs> 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 like that's that's what I'm going to mention. Uh, NWA Mid South has a huge show coming up May second. J J Dillon is going to be in town. Oh man, that's awesome. And uh they're going to have uh their full the full uh entourage of uh, what is now called the Empire. Uh Matt Riviera, Tim Storm, Steve Anthony who just won the NWA Junior Heavyweight title from Jushin Thunder Liger. Wow. 
Um, he's going to be there. Uh, I think he's actually facing Roderick Strong, if I remember correctly, um, who's a very well-known independent wrestler. Um, <clears throat> let's see who else. Uh, Golden Boy Greg Anthony is a part of the Empire. Um, I think he's taking on Jason Kincaid, who is quite possibly one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen on the independent scene in my life. In the time that I've worked, Jason Kincaid, he recently won the Super 8 tournament um, up north. I can't remember exactly where it's held, but the Super 8 tournament tournament is kind of like a who's who of independent wrestling, Mm -hmm. and he recently won that tournament. He's been... NWA Smoky Mountain, I believe the, their their version of the cruiserweight title. I'm I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. Maybe the junior heavyweight title for the NWA Smoky Smoky Mountains over there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he's been their champion over there for a while. Um, I mean, the man goes. He 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 he's doing what I wish I could do. He goes to Canada and wrestles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's just a phenomenal phenomenal wrestler. Uh, he'll be in the house. NWA Mid South Irisburg. Um there's a there's plenty of other people that are coming to town. Uh, I mean the card is stacked that night. So May the second, you definitely want to be in Dyersburg at the Herb Herb Welch, Herb Welch Wrestleplex and come and see NWA Mid South that night because it's going to be something else. I get to meet JJ Dillon. Man, that's <laughs> that is awesome. I get to meet you know the what? manager. You of know, the four horsemen. May, hey, maybe I'll come out there and maybe I get a chance to shake his I'd, hand. Hey, man, I I'll get both of you guys into the show that night. <laughs> All right. Oh, All yeah. right. Anything else, Dan? Anything? Any other? Any uh, I'm trying to think up? if there's any companies I've missed. Um, no, I I, I I I think we're good. You know, I I I think my rant on Facebook was just a result of me. Uh, Having too much time to yourself today. Yeah, to having too much time to myself, you know, and uh, you know, and I I do go off on Facebook occasionally and everything, but it's just to that's get what stuff it's there out. For. That's what it's there for. <laughs> it's a hundred and four. What is it? I don't know. They've extended it out now. I think you can write as much crap as you want to on there, but uh, I just you know, my thing, my whole thing that day was is uh, I've given so much and gotten so little out of wrestling, but that's the name of the game in the wrestling right. business. Especially so. in the indie level. Yeah, I, I did. I now, I went off totally. Now, I, I started writing paragraphs after the one that you saw right. and then deleted them. <laughs> I was like, nope, can't say that. People would get pissed off. Let me, let, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, are any of the guys in any of these promotions getting tapes together to send to Tough Enough? I've actually seen people do that, yes, on on my uh, Facebook feed. I've seen that. I've also seen people say they will not. And it it just boils down to, you know, people some guys don't like competing in popularity contests. Right. Well, and a popularity that. contest shouldn't dictate whether you get a contract or not. Yeah, because it worked out for Andy Levine, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy, yeah, yeah, who lasted about two weeks in developmental. They're like, you know what, it's you're just, a bum. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah. It seems like it just doesn't matter. You know, it well, doesn't matter. You know, and we never even saw the guy in the ring, and he won the damn show. Which you know? one, Andy Levine? Yeah, the last two. Him, and if you go back to the Daniel Pewter, yeah, Daniel Pewter. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny how some of the cast offs. The only one that's won tough enough that's received a good bit amount of success in the WWE was John Morrison. 
And yeah. Ma- Maven. Maven. Maven won the first, and he, he stuck around for a good while. Yeah. He and Nidia stuck he did. around for a while. He yeah. did. You know what? That moment he eliminated Undertaker from the that was a that moment. That was huge. That was hilarious. Yeah. Because the look on the Undertaker's in the face was, machine. was was classic. <laughs> the, the look on Undertaker's face and the look on <laughs> Maven's face. <laughs> oh, man. Excitement. <laughs> fear. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, holy shit, what did I do? <laughs> but he got thrown into a popcorn machine, and that was great. Yeah. yeah. Anytime someone gets thrown in the popcorn machine, I guess I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for us this way. Or do you have anything else? Are oh, you, you, I'm you, good. You, I'm good. You sure? I'm good. Am I coming over? Yeah, you're good. I don't know. All right, myself. man. I'm sorry. We're going to wrap it up this week. We thank you for downloading. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at oversellpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can do that now. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give us a rating of five stars, four stars. Try to keep it those two. <laughs> so yeah. write a little review about us because uh, that that really helps our iTunes rating. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us. Tell their friends to listen to us. Subscribe to us on. We are on uh, iTunes. You can find us on Podcast Addict, and we're also on Stitcher Radio. Nice. And there's always, of course, you can listen to us at OversellPodcast.com. Guys, I'm, I'm I really missed you guys last week when I was on the cruise. Man, not really. Not really. But it is no. good to be back home, man. <laughs> it seemed like a long time. Yeah, it did. Yeah, see, it, but, you know, they got to hear one from the filing cabinet. I'm going to say from the vault. <laughs> yeah, from the vault. I, I think I called it the, uh, it's a small lockbox <laughs> at this point. It's, <laughs> it's one of those safes you put your valuables in in the hotel room. Right. <laughs> Not even that. It's like a it's it's a, like a cardboard box with a with combination a lock on it. <laughs> and all that's in there is a manila folder. Yeah, that's right. And we don't even have anything in it. We just wrote on the manila folder. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to call it a week, guys. Thank you. We hope you have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. Later.